on May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Who's on our most wanted list? We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and Five. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. And Dan, I did my or my Philadelphia Eagles preview earlier this week, and I'm really starting to get excited about Rashad Penny, whose ADP is outside of the top 100. And I know everybody looks at it and thinks DeAndre Swift is going to be the lead back in Philadelphia, but I just look at the fact that Rashad Penny's just been a much, much better runner, pure runner in the NFL than DeAndre Swift. You look at Yards per carry, it's like 5.7 career for Rashad Penny to like 3.9 for DeAndre Swift. Now yards per carry, team context, there's a lot that goes into it. Not a perfect stat. But then you look at like the next-gen stats and, and rush yards over expected and all. Rashad Penny has been borderline elite in those metrics across the board whenever he's been healthy, obviously. Big question, staying healthy. But that's been an issue for DeAndre Swift too. So I just I look at it and think, at least at the start of the season, I think there's a pretty good chance Rashad Penny's in that Miles Sanders role, and DeAndre Swift is more of a role player, not necessarily a gadget back, but not necessarily as big a part of the offense as Rashad Penny. You know, maybe it's 15 carries per game for Rashad Penny with the goal line work versus eight to 10, maybe a couple targets for DeAndre Swift. Obviously, Rashad Penny's got to stay healthy to make that work, but. If I can get him outside of the top 100, I'm happy to do that every time. Who are some players you really want this year? Yeah, I'm going to go position by position. I have four. One for each will do. Sure. I'm going to start at quarterback, and it's Justin Herbert. Simply put, I want a piece of this Kellen Moore offense before Mm -hmm. we see it, because we're going to see it, Herbert and Kellen Moore's offense, with an additional weapon in Quinton Johnson. Take off like a rocket. With Rashawn Slater back at left tackle. And then you're never going to get Herbert at this price again, in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get it before that happens. At running back, I've been saying it all offseason, but I want a piece of Tank Bigsby and a lot of pieces of Tank Bigsby, the rookie running back in Jacksonville. I am a believer that Bigsby will take over the red zone role. I am a believer that Bigsby will play a lot more between the 20s and early downs that people realize because I believe he's going to offer something that Travis Etienne does not offer, and it's that tough running in between the tackles. And and the other thing I'd point out is just in terms of handcuffs, we talked about this on the podcast a couple days ago, but – Travis Etienne has missed an entire NFL season with a foot injury. It wasn't an issue last season, but there's at least some chance that Etienne just gets hurt and Tank Bigsby could be the lead runner and what we think is going to be one of the best offenses in the NFL. And if you look at the way that ETN runs, this is getting a little inside baseball, mm-hmm. maybe too inside baseball, but the he football. has that weird style inside football. It's that weird style of running. I think someone compared it to like a duck style, it's like mm-hmm. with, the, with the feet open. And maybe that yeah. is what's putting so much pressure on his feet. I don't know, but it's something you consider. 
A receiver I want that I want a lot of is Calvin Ridley. And I know the price keeps soaring and it's going to be yeah. harder and harder to get, but I don't even care, Chris. I just don't. You can still get him in round three and he has a chance to be a wide a top five wide receiver in my mind, just based on talent alone. And because I like the quarterback situation. Then lastly, at tight end, it is going to, it's going to happen and the price is going to rise, but I don't think it can rise to the point where I'm not going to take him. It's Darren Waller. Darren Waller has been targeted so much so far in the first two practices for the giants, four targets in team periods today in the first seven passes had to come off the field just so someone else could get a target. <laughs> yeah. That was, that's what I was going to say. Game. I saw that report. Yeah. yeah. They basically took him off the field. Game. So Daniel Jones would throw to someone else. Yes. But you know what? Jones has been looking for someone to lock onto for the last two years, and he just hasn't had that player. And now mm-hmm. Waller is that player. Moves like a receiver, fully healthy right now. I know the injuries are concerned, but his price tag is so depressed from where it was two years ago. I, I love Waller. What's the price where you wouldn't draft Calvin Ridley? How high would he have to start? Because yes. it feels a little bit like this time last offseason when like Portland Sutton. <laughs> Cortland Sutton is the one that I was going to say. Yeah, where he started out in like that art, that wide receiver two range. And then we got really good reports out of camp. And all of a sudden, by the end of drafts, I mean, I, I know at least a couple of people in our group were taking him as a top 10 wide receiver. Oh, yeah. If Calvin Ridley was going ahead of like T Higgins, I think that's fine. T Higgins is right around wide receiver 12. He was going ahead of. Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith, that starts to get a little questionable. But even those, I could see. They're the number two options in their offense. Right. Would you take yeah. them over Garrett Wilson? That's when it probably starts to get yeah. kind of, but also just like at the same time, I don't know. Because Calvin really is a proof. He's had yeah. way more fantasy success than Garrett Wilson has. Obviously, Wilson has He's been a f- top five wide receiver. Right. And I like Lawrence a lot. And I like mm-hmm. Doug Peterson's offense a lot. So I don't know if there's a price that's going to be too high for me with Ridley. Would you take him over Amon Ross St. Brown? No, that's when I, yeah, that's when I, AJ him. Brown. No, no, no. Yeah, we can't CD go that Lamb. No, 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 no. Now, now we can't go with him over those players. Well, let's, let's talk back to yesterday's podcast before we go. Okay. Devontae Adams or Calvin Ridley? Oh boy. Uh, this is horrible, but I'm taking Ridley over Adams. Adams. Calvin Ridley could be anything. I'm having a tough time ranking Adams. Adams, Chris, but I also am having a tough time, a tougher time drafting Adams. No, I get that. I understand that the case is for and against. For me, it's just, like I said, Calvin Ridley could be anything. He could even be Devontae Adams. Yes. Is kind of how I view it. I, <laughs> right. I, I, I understand the case for Calvin Ridley. It's just Devontae Adams has been a top five receiver basically every time he stepped on the field for like half a decade. So yes. I would have a tough time doing that one, but I... I I definitely get it. I, I think I'm going to end up not drafting very much Calvin Ridley, especially in the mock drafts that we do as a staff, because it seems like everybody's falling in love with him. And I totally get it. It's just he's more like wide receiver 15 for me. So right. that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you next week. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.